Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to December 2021. Another year down. Amazing. Pam's going to tell us all about December, uh, the first week of, or technically almost the second week of December, starting Monday, December the 6th. I'll be joining you again for our meditation at the end. And this is activespirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susie Mazzoli. So, here we go. Here we go. So how's everyone doing after that last eclipse of 2021 last week? We're in the area of time where when it's simply a new moon, astrologers recommend this great time to begin things, use the waxing moon cycle to build and go forward on projects. And that is all absolutely true, especially if you felt a catalyst or movement or nudge or push with that eclipse that occurred um, last week. Because what's happening is that we may have felt very raw or very. just for some of us it may have felt like we were ripped open or we needed to reveal or see or move on something but where we are right now is we're in warrior mode okay so uh, ideally yesterday you kind of wipe the dust off and put yourself in line and you said okay now i'm going to go forward and move with total clarity towards what it is I want to accomplish and make happen, which is fabulous. So we can really use this day, Monday, which I'm noting on my calendar is also when Hanukkah ends. So blessings to those who mark that period of time. And where we are is in this momentum energy to be moving ahead with something that it is that we want to make happen and accomplish. And because of the eclipse season that we're coming off of, it may well be that something had to leave and um, get looked at with total clarity And if you find yourself kind of pushed into something, then dig your heels in because this is not an arc of time when you want to be pushed into something that you're not really invested in. Because what matters is that your heart, 
your vision, your passion, your clarity is invested in whatever the outcome of what's unfolding today is going to lead us to. So this energy carries on through the day. It's also a very powerful day because keep in mind, the moon is in the sign of Capricorn. So we're not suffering fools this day. We're not we're not necessarily incredibly patient with people who are dithering or not willing to go the distance or get on the program. On the other hand, we can have tremendous patience for a project or something that we're pushing ahead with or want to make happen. So once we get into the late evening, uh, especially after, as of about 11 o'clock uh, Eastern time, PM, then we're, we're, we're in this envelope of time, about a, about a half hour, 40 minutes, where we can really kind of let that flow and momentum totally happen. So uh, maybe if you're working on the computer or if you're just really visioning or planning, if you're a person who does like to work late and have energy, then use it for that. Otherwise, <clears throat> invest in uh, just thinking about what you're releasing into as you go into the dream state and what you're going to make happen, especially as we get into later in the week and the weekend. Because when the moon goes void, of course, at 11.42 p.m. Eastern time on December 6th, it is very much a restorative healing time until um, 6.49 a.m. the next morning, the morning of uh, December 7th. Because as of December 7th, then we're in the moon in the sign of Aquarius and um, energetically very different than the moon in Capricorn, how it's positioned in the sky and the geometric aspects it's making very different than what had been traveling when the moon was in Capricorn. And now we're in a place where we have to really do our due diligence about communication, networking, collaboration. It's, um, it's not enough to simply want to gather people, <clears throat> try to create an idea and get it off the ground. It really requires that we are upfront and clear about who it is we can really work with. And one of the things that may be um, uh, just clouding our ability to really see this correctly is, as I mentioned, uh, Neptune went direct last week. So that means certain things are really dissolving. <clears throat> Borders, boundaries, ways that people kind of keep themselves apart are in the process of dissolving. So facades, things that maybe uh, fooled us before or made us think like, oh, I can't go in there or I can't approach that person or that guy's on the up and up. Uh, it can be that you start to see the visage for what it truly is, which 
in some cases is totally appropriate because people need their facades, their um, uh, their way that they present themselves to the world, and that's that's totally un- okay unless it's it's a false mask. It's just not. <clears throat> It's not holding the truth or the um, integrity or the the dream that they'll actually be able to fulfill. So one thing about these couple of days is I see it as being a couple of days. It's really good for burning through artifice or sort of um, pushing through um, situations, people. Um, talk that just isn't going to go where they say it is. And that can be a little crushing or it can feel, um, it can make a person perhaps even feel angry or misled. But I, I don't think it really serves us to spend too much time on what isn't, but to just really respect and, and accept where you're at and what it is that's clear. Because when you do that, then you're able to push through more quickly, like, you know, she's just not going to be able to show up as she said she would, or he can't really come through in the way I need him to. And so what happens is there's a lot of ability to get uh, really... really honest or upright or um, true, who is there who can go the distance or can only go so far, but you know that, and then you can take the baton and give it to someone else. So I consider Tuesday the 7th as being an excellent day for seeing where people stand, including yourself, because, <laughs> I, I mean, there's, there's a thing about, um, there's a thing about not wanting to disappoint. And uh, I live in Mexico, which is a wonderful country, but one thing culturally that is takes a little getting used to is Mexicans don't like to disappoint. They don't like to say no. And so, for instance, today, I had to be upfront, straight, like very clear with someone who for a week has been telling me she's going to look into something. I'm just like, you know, if you can't do it, that's totally okay. Because if you can't do it, then I know what to do next. And finally, she said, it might be best if you do that then. So it still wasn't a no on her point, but at least I knew where I was going. So that's the great thing about Tuesday and Wednesday. You can really find out where people are at and proceed forward, including yourself. So if you're a person who doesn't like to say no, doesn't like to disappoint, um, is usually the person who picks up the slack, this might be a no time for you. This might be a time when you have to just say, it ends here. I can't go any farther than here. 
And that's really, really important to declare because that's coming to terms with the war within, which is one of the aspects that's clear over these couple of days, but doesn't have to be bad if we come to terms with what's really stopping us from going forward. Because what happens is if we're overextending or if somebody else is overextending, then you can't go anywhere because you're not able to efficiently uh, finish anything or follow through with what you'd intended because you've got way too much going on. You haven't put the boundaries. You haven't declared priorities. So that's the value very clear on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yes, it's also indicated there can be pushback. Um, Somebody can get upset, you know, a boomerang thing like, what do you mean you can't, including yourself? What do you mean I can't? Um, But understand we're going through for the bigger goal, which is to be able to achieve something, not have it all diluted or held back because we're just stuck in one place. Uh, another good example um, that I'm, I'm thinking of is a crossword puzzle. You're, you're staring at the puzzle. You're, you're determined to get that clue. And you can't. If you put it away and you look at it four hours later or the next day, the answer's right in front of you. But it's, it's, it, it, it's so hard to do when you're trying to force something to happen. And that's that's the lesson you want to keep in your mind on Tuesday, Wednesday. Am I trying to force something to happen? And if I am, how do I give it more rope, slack? How do I step back a bit? If I can't do that, then maybe I need to just put it aside and not deal with it this week, today, or ever. So um, overall, uh, especially on Wednesday, Wednesday looks like it can be a, a fun day for connecting with people, having fun, networking. Um, but once again, don't pin people against the wall about what you'd like them to do, because there may be a tendency for people to stretch or um, say they can do more than they absolutely can. And then um then it's not going to work out. So Thursday the 9th um, is a, for those people who get up early, like pre-dawn, some of us may feel very angry, whiny, uh, confrontational, which isn't what you want to be encountering at that hour. Uh, then again, depending on where you are on the planet, it might be later morning or even um, the late hours of the night before. So just know that if you're finding yourself in an argument or with someone who's very short-tempered, um, the best thing to do is to figure out a release so that person can express or that you can just avoid the uh, confrontation because it's not 
it's not productive. It just has to, it's an energy that has to move. And so if you're out and about like driving or moving around uh, pre-dawn, Eastern time on the 9th, really be aware of where you're driving and who's on the road. So the moon goes void, of course, at 5 a.m. Eastern time on the 9th. And then it is void, of course, until 9.53 a.m. And now we are in the good juice to keep on in that uh, waxing moon cycle to make things happen, Uh, almost magical, serendipitous connections. It's a really highly creative day. Intuition is very keen. The moon is in the sign of Pisces. So water signs, uh, earth signs may feel in particular flow, like uh, so in their element and so um, in line with things just happening as, uh, as intended. Also, Thursday and Friday, really, really excellent days for therapeutic work, either psychological, spiritual, or physical um, ways that you let your body move almost into a plane that isn't just uh, three-dimensional, but getting a lot of healing energy from all different um, all different. Sorry, my cat is moving across my lap right now. She's really rocking with that Pisces moon. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So really allowing whatever flowing energy can just open up and and happen. Artists, creative people, singers, amazing to hear music or see artwork, uh, dance, theater, on these couple of days, uh, transcendent. And that includes on if you're doing any kind of meditative or connectivity work for healing energy and expansion. Friday the 10th, um, I think this looks like an absolutely beautiful day for really moving vibratory energy to a whole new place of revelation and anticipation. Beautiful, beautiful, loving energy. Um, If you encounter anything that feels fried or off-center or um, angry, um, that encounter should be able to dissipate and change very, very quickly. You don't even... You don't even necessarily have to engage, which isn't really recommended because why blow your groove if you're having a nice day and you encounter somebody who's almost like fighting the the vortex or the invitation to get swept into this place of really universal love and understanding. But it's it's got a warrior tilt to it. So it feels very uh, angelic guidance to me as though if if something needs, if an intervention or something needs to be connected or shifted, this can really happen on this day and uh, Saturday, even more ramped up. <clears throat> 
on Saturday after about 10.30 in the morning until um, almost 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we're in this really beautiful groove of um, like making the impossible possible. It's a lovely arc of energies that is magnifying intention for transformation, especially for people who are willing to do the work and are unafraid of change. Um, if you are on board with the the <laughs> the evolution and are willing to release attachment to our physical plane, which uh, may sound easier than it really is. Um, but, and then again, it is easier than it sounds. <laughs> Most of us, or, or many of us, it, I, I mean, at the very least, I think these several hours look absolutely delicious for giving yourself a, a meditation moment to just kind of sink into that energy because it really can open up uh, a place of expectation that may even be beyond your dreams. So the moon goes void, of course, at 2.40 p.m. Eastern time. <clears throat> and if I haven't mentioned it yet on this recording, when the moon is void, of course, it's a time when we say don't initiate anything new. Uh, clean up, purge, uh, reflect, work on projects already in motion. This can be a little different depending on if the moon is uh, exactly touching a point in your horoscope. But in general, that's what we uh, recommend with moon void, of course. And the moon enters Aries at 4.46 p.m. on Saturday the 11th. And now we are in the, okay, so you were having that really drift, uh, uh, wonderful, juicy moment. Now it's time to move. And that goes through um, Sunday evening. We are just in this powerhouse time with that Aries moon. Fire signs, air signs are going to be like, whew, um, champing at the bit. And Overall, it's just a highly um, abundant time for taking action and moving forward. And the caveat here, because there's a Sun-Neptune picture in the sky, is to make sure you're crystal clear about who you're working with or engaged with, what your intention an agenda is. And if there's any piece there that's kind of not in truth, then you want to work on burning it off because that's not an alignment you want to stay with when you're energetically utilizing this really strong energy of attraction, abundance, and achievement. And now I turn it over to Susie. Attraction, abundance, achievements. <laughs> yeah. Love the list. 
Okay. So I invite everyone, as always, to be in meditation position, sitting with a nice straight back if you can, body in symmetry if you can, and just take a few deeper breaths and drop into the heart centre and allow yourself now just to Think about your own evolution. What does that mean for me? What does it mean to evolve more and more? And just see if there are areas, areas in your own life where you would like to evolve. And, of course, evolve means changing and it's kind of assumed that it's changing for the better or let's call it perhaps an adaption as well. And just think about the places in your life where you are working towards evolving perhaps uh, where you have already planted some seeds, perhaps goals that you're working towards, but just really making sure that, that we are evolving, that we are, that we are constantly changing or improving or, or that we're not stuck that we're not just settled or what some call compromise, that we actually are always on this ever-moving plane of energy that allows for change, that allows for adaption, that allows for progress, that there's always so much for us to explore so many different places for us to really blossom in our potential. And just notice if just for these few minutes that we're doing our meditation together, meditation is when we're focusing in and thinking and being, just notice where are places where I've kind of got stuck or where I'm just really procrastinating or not wanting to move or those boxes will be fine over there for the next two years. Just notice all of those places where we might have some stagnancy or some almost complacency or even resistance to move, to change, to develop, to express. And as we're looking at those places, at those boxes, our boxes, just notice if any of those would require attention from other people or for a particular situation to change, for uh, uh, perhaps a very physical condition to change. 
a concrete material level change and see if you can work around those constraints, even if it's just with the mind. Let the mind go into fantasy mode. Let the mind go into full-blown, unlimited imagination. And with your imagination, create in your mind that world, that condition, those situations where you are completely free, completely unrestricted and unlimited. See how that energy feels in your body. Let that energy be the opening energy every day. The energy of freedom, unlimited circumstances, the energy of total openness so that when you wake up, you wake up in that full potential and you carry that energy with you during the day, not the energy of shutting down or of stagnant or of restriction, but the energy of openness. And when we are in that place energetically, it actually alters a little bit or a lot the world around us because it leaves the door open, it leaves the window open, it lets the breeze move through, it lets movement through, it allows the universe to, to be in a place of constant creation which is what is our energy as well. Our energy is that of constant movement and constant change. We might work very, very hard to keep things unchanged and keep things the way they are, keep things what we call stable. But how can we find that stability in the movement of change? And just think of a river, for example, a river that is constantly moving and changing, but is stable as a river. This is the type of energy we want to bring in. This is the type of energy of evolution, the energy of change. And as we embody this in ourselves, allowing for change, we also embody this in everything around us so that we give people permission to be different. We give situations permission to change, to be different. We give the universe permission to do something in a different way. Just see how that fits now. See how that sinks in. See how that integrates into your mind. The allowance of change. 
allowance of evolution, of things moving along. As we gently peel back our fingers from holding on so tightly to our security or our stability in this 3D world, as we just gently release our grip a little bit, allowing for things to be more open, more spacious. And as we take a few deeper breaths in, feeling that openness and space in our mind, in our body, in our lungs, in our heart, in our spirit. Feeling this openness to movement, to change, to evolution. Allowing it to happen with ourselves, with the ones around us, with the world at large. Allowing change for the highest good for the highest good of all beings everywhere. And as we take a few deeper breaths, gently opening our eyes and having crystal clear vision to see the world with this openness. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we will see you next week for a week 50. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of ActiveSpirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.